Hey friend, are you looking for episodes that dive deep into your Enneagram type? Or are you searching for faith-based insights that transform your life? With over 300 episodes on the Simply Wholehearted podcast, it's easy to get overwhelmed. But don't worry, friend, I've got you covered. Introducing the curated, personalized podcast playlist that is just for you based on your Enneagram type. So get your copy to help you continue your path of self-discovery and spiritual growth. You can get it at simplywholehearted.com or just click the link in the show notes to get your personalized playlist. And let's continue on this transformative journey together. Hi, I'm Amy Wicks, a Jesus and Enneagram enthusiast. As a wife, mama of three humans, and a fur baby, I get it. Juggling entrepreneurship and a family is challenging, but I believe the Lord does want your work to be enjoyable. As an Enneagram Type 7, I am all about the fun factor, and this podcast is here to help you put the joy back into working mom life. So you can see 1 Timothy 6.17 come to pass in your own unique path. It's a verse that says that God has given us all things to enjoy. And all, well friends, it means all. Motherhood, work from home life, or work out of the home life. With the Lord's help, there's truly a way to feel calm, balance, joy, clarity, and peace in any arena of life. Welcome to the Simply Wholehearted Podcast where you can expect solo-style and interview-style episodes that are full of faith-based concepts, simple ideas, Enneagram insights, alongside practical tips to help you put that smile back on your face when it comes to doing life with Jesus. Now get your headphones and head to that big pile of dishes in the sink, or maybe that bathroom that needed cleaning two weeks ago, and let's get to learning together. Welcome to the first of two bonus episodes headed your way this month of March. And by the way, I'd love to know, do you like the bonus episodes? (laughs) Anyway, I was curious to know if you've ever considered becoming an Enneagram coach. It's actually a question I get a lot uh, as far as how did you become an Enneagram coach or what does it take? So you see, more than ever right now, we have a mental health crisis on our hands and we really do need women like you who are equipped to help others with their frustration, overwhelm, and anxiety. Becoming an Enneagram coach has truly been one of the most rewarding career choices I've made, and it could be yours as well. So today's podcast guest is Pastor Adam Breckenridge, and he's the director of coaching for Become an Enneagram Coach program. He is also an Enneagram 6. He's a dad to three girls and a husband to his lifelong friend. He shares a lot about his life and what it looks like in his home, and I love that part of the conversation. Pastor Adam is going to give the scoop today about his Enneagram journey, the Becoming an Enneagram Coach program, all the details there and what it looks like to become an Enneagram Coach right now. And then we chat about all nine Enneagram types and specifically each personality type's coaching superpowers. As you listen, check out the link in the show notes to learn more about becoming an Enneagram coach right now. It's a great thing to add the training to your role as a leader, minister, or mental health professional, or begin a business like I have. 
I am a type six on the Enneagram, the loyal guardian. Yes. Um, so I see both my wings showing up for me, but kind of as you were hinting at, I'm, I, I'm, t- I'm more associated with my seven wing. That part of me really likes to show up. <laughs> so a lot, of, a lot of seven energy for sure. Um, counterphobic typically is what I've I kind of identified that as my, uh, that, that's, I see that strategy show up for me a lot, but you know, mm-hmm. I can lean in, into that self-prez part as well, pretty strongly. So um, I'll I'll tell about my journey of of how I discovered the Enneagram in a second, but other, you know, really important things about me, Amy, is that um, I'm married to my lifelong best friend, Carrie. Uh, We both grew up together and we have three daughters together, uh, Lucy Blue, Susanna Jane and Georgie Love. And so uh, just love those names. They're so great. Yeah, they really, they really are the best names. I mean, I just yeah. they're um, and they're amazing people. And uh, and I'm severely outnumbered as the only. The only yes, you are. In the house. We <laughs> have a, we have, <laughs> I know we have a golden doodle and and they may. So I, when we decided to get a dog, I was like, I'm going to have a I'm going to have another boy, you know, a boy in the house. And they shot that down. So uh, <laughs> then we, we, we nickname. I know. We nickname our cars. And so they've named both of our cars uh, with these, you know, female names. And so <laughs> you recently, are severely outnumbered. Yeah, that. We, badly. So we got a Roomba, Amy, recently, you yes, know, these little yes. like ro- robots. I, they fascinate me. Yeah, I need one. Yeah, they're, well, they're incredible. So um, my kids name everything. So they're like, we got to name the Roomba. And I was like, OK, but it's going to be a dude. Yes. The Roomba is going to be a dude. So our Roomba's name is Doug. And I like um, that. Doug. Yeah, Doug does the yeah. cleaning for you. Doug does. It. So honestly, this is a very true story. My nine-year-old has a, a note on her bedroom door. I did not coach her on this. I didn't ask her to do this, but I could show I could text you a picture of it after this call. After this call, there's a note on her bedroom door that says, No boys allowed in my room. Uh, and in parentheses it says, except for my dad and Doug. <laughs> Yeah, so (laughs) yeah, very smart girl. So that's my life. Um, So we are in uh, Northeast Arkansas. We're we're from this area. We spent ten years or almost eleven years in Kansas City, which Which is is, so uh, cool. We found that direction recently because you know this is my stomping grounds now. (laughs) Yeah, so go Chiefs. I mean, we're still like we still heavily invested and have some of our deepest lifelong friendships are there in Kansas City. But we're back in kind of the area where we're from. And um, I've been in pastoral ministry the last 20 years and still serving as a, as a pastor in our church. And, um, and then I, I get to serve as the director of coaching for your Enneagram coach, which means that I get to work with our amazing team to support, equip, and encourage our coaches toward building a, a thriving coaching practice that really multiplies gospel transformation throughout the world. And, um, and, and that's really what, what I love about the Enneagram, Amy, is like, yeah. you know, when I discovered the Enneagram, uh, it was like a, it was like these, like a second awakening type experience. Wow. I, I, yeah. It was like 2014, 2015. I was pastoring in Kansas city. I hit this massive wall, like humans tend to do. Uh, you can call it burnout. You can call it depression. You can call it a dark night of the soul. And it was all those mm-hmm. things. And I ended up taking a season, uh, out of preaching. I was still doing ministry full time, but I just, I stopped preaching for three months just to give myself a little more like emotional margin to kind of process what's going on with me. I was having these anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And, uh-huh. um, 
and like relationally was, was like leaking and becoming this mm-hmm. defensive person that I did. I just didn't want to be this person. So I was like, what's going on with me? And I, I, I fell into the care of um, Rich Plass, became a, my coach. Uh, if, you, if anybody, you know, watching this is familiar with Rich and Crosspoint Ministries. And um, Rich introduced me to the Enneagram. He's also a fellow six. And I, I initially approached it with all this skepticism, like, what is this thing? Um, there's a and, weird symbol. What does it mean? Yeah. It was this, what is life? this? Oh yeah. My, like my, like theology was like totally getting in the way of me being able to just to like accept this tool for what it is. And I was like the symbol, the, yeah, all that stuff was, was kind of freaking me out. But when I took it and then I started to like, and it told me I was, you know, I, I typed me as a type six. I know that not every time you take an assessment, that's not, that's not always the best way to, but for me, when I took the assessment and I saw that I was a six and I began to read about it, there was no question there was. Mm. And then anybody that knew me that read about it was like, dude, that's, that's you, you know? And the best way I can describe it is I felt like I was living inside Psalm 139. Like I felt like the spirit of God was searching me and knowing Mm -hmm. me. And it was very vulnerable. Like I was being known in this way that I'd never felt. And he always knew these things about me, but I, but I wasn't on the same page with, I didn't know these, I I, I didn't know myself in this mm-hmm. way. It was like this astonishing clarity and it was vulnerable. It was painful. It was beautiful. It was exposing and healing. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and just be, you know, because uh, I, I don't think I immediately turned around and started like using the Enneagram on other people. I think I sat with it for a good season because mm-hmm. that's what Rich, Rich told me to do. He was like, your temptation is going to be to turn around and start because you're a pastor. You're going to turn around and try to create a sermon series out of this immediately and teach it and <laughs> so create a, create a right? whole paradigm of ministry with it. But you're, but what's going to happen is you're going to shortcut the work that God wants to do in you first. Mm. So I just sat with it for a season and it was so the way I, the way we talk about it at YEC and the way that that I've always talked about it is it's like all the power for transformation lies within the gospel of Jesus. The mm. scripture is clear about that. Mm-hmm. But what makes the Enneagram so effective is that it's a tool for the gospel. It's it's like it's this vehicle that the Spirit of God can use to drive the gospel into these uncharted terrains of of your story and your soul. And yeah. these places that you don't want to see. That's when we call them blind spots. Yeah. Uh, you don't see them. You don't want to see them. You don't, you know, and so there's layers of our being that are un, untouched by Jesus and unaffected by, by the gospel. And so the Enneagram just has a way of like opening up and accessing the right side of your brain and just getting you into these emotional spaces where the gospel wants to do is really its best work. Hmm. Um, wow. So it, it became so impactful to me. It, it had like what God did to me started to happen through me. Like I had to, I had to start using it. Right. Like, so it started to come out in my teaching and counseling in the church and coaching. And, and, um, and so it's, it's, it's become this, this part of my life that um, it's just, it's, it's, it's like a essential part of who I am. It's like, it's, it's this tool that I really value and, and love to use. So that's a little bit of like my, kind of like my journey of sort of how I got into this place with in my relationship with the Enneagram, if that's helpful. 
Yeah, it's so helpful. And in fact, the thought that popped to my mind, because we haven't talked about this at all this week, but because a lot of people who came across you who are speaking this week, they they came across it and it was another personality typology and they were already personality nerds and they they just sure. kind of enjoyed that thing. So for you, because in addition to that thought, okay, so I know we have men who have attended this summit and who are part of this and we, we see you, we hear you, but we have the majority are women and the majority are married women who are also moms. And a lot of them might be thinking, I wish my husband would say that this was their journey, but that hasn't quite happened. Like they have maybe led the Enneagram exploration in their household. So for you, what do you think it was that prime the pump, if you will, to be willing to explore the Enneagram for you specifically? Oh man, that is a great question, Amy. (laughs) That was not planned, but no, it's not. It's not, but, but this is a great conversation. So I'll tell you what it was that primed the pump is it was for the first time. Here's what it is. I, I, I led in my, through college and through my early adult life, I led out of my, and I'm, I'm going to have to walk through some shame to say this, but I led out of my giftedness mm. and I led out of my competence and I'm not the most gifted or competent guy in the room, but I've got some. Mm-hmm. And so I led from those places. Jesus was merciful enough to send a wrecking ball mm-hmm. and knock me off my horse. And what primed the pump, that's what primed the pump for me. And so to wow. put it in, put it another way, what primed the pump for me was for the first time ever, I consciously came to the end of myself. Wow. And I got in touch with my neediness and my weakness, which for for men and women is very uncomfortable. It's not just yes. that men only struggle with that, but men might have a particular vulnerability to that of like, I don't want to be in touch with my neediness. I don't want to have feelings. I don't want to have, I don't. So we shame our neediness. And for the first mm-hmm. time in my adult life, I got in touch with the fact that I'm a needy creature and mm-hmm. I'm a dependent creature, which is what Jesus came to show us. I mean, Jesus yeah. came to show us the way to be human in relationship with God and one another and ourselves. I mean, that's all look, Amy, look at like all the Matthew 18. He says, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God, you got to become like a child. Well, that's needy and dependent, you know, the vulnerable, right? So just, just the call of the gospel is a call to trust. What's more vulnerable than that? You know, what's more needy than that to trust, to lay your life, on, on Christ. Like that's so vulnerable and it's, it's childlike mm-hmm. and, it, and, um, and, and so he, of course you see that over and over the last or first, well, the last are needy, you know, the outcast are brought in well the outcast are needy, you know, blessed are those who mourn, those who mourn are needy. Blessed are those mm-hmm. who are poor in spirit. Those who are poor in spirit are needy. The meek yeah. are needy, right? Um, when you're weak, the power of Christ rests on you. So there's this, it's this, invitation to, to get back in touch with your heart, which is a needy heart. And <laughs> I, I was, I let out of strength, Amy, like I was this competent young pastor and, and I climbed the ladders kind of, you know, I was like, yeah. not, not super successful, but I was, I was doing well. And, yeah. and, uh, and yeah, that's what primed the pump for me was yeah. I, I got, I got humbled. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I know that was a little detour, but I think there, there is an element of resistance to the self-awareness journey. And because it's become a hot topic and, you know, it's kind of part of the cultural lingo, but I would love to reclaim that. And that's part of, I think our mission and our passion here is reclaiming that self-awareness journey is to actually know our creator better and to know God better and his character and our need, our desperate, desperate need for him. And a lot of times I think sometimes women hit that place a little quicker, um, circumstances, but becoming a mom, uh, there's a, there's a lot of losing yourself in that process. And so there tends to be a little bit more synergy, maybe around the Enneagram in particular, um, among us moms, because we're like, Oh yeah, wait a minute. Who am I? Why am I responding this way? And this isn't what I thought it was going to be. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And by, Hey, just by the way, I don't know if we're, if like, if we're, as we're naming resources, I don't know if there's like a a list somewhere that's been published, but like Ronald Rollheiser's book, uh, domestic monastery is the best thing that my wife and I ever read. And it's, it's the best thing that we have. I, I have every mom in our church read that and dad. I mean, like, it's the best thing for what you just described of like, I became a mom or a stay at home dad or just a parent. And, but especially I feel like moms, like immediately, there's just so much death to self mm-hmm. that has to happen. And so this, this, this is what Rollheiser's book is all about. It is fabulous. So okay, domestic monastery. Domestic I'm going to order it today. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's, you can read it like in one sitting. It's very small. Perfect. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm well into 15 years of parenthood, but I think I still need that book. <laughs> it's yes. so good. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. the main reason, not only do I think you're a really awesome guy and I love, you know, our conversations have been so enriching to me, but um, what I'm really excited about is that many people have approached me and said, okay, it looks like you're having fun being an Enneagram coach. How can I do what you're doing? And at no brainer, it's really easy for me to say, well, you know, your Enneagram coach, Beth McCord, she's your person. That's the program. That's how I did my certification. It's how I want to encourage other people to explore that avenue. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. You did hint at it before. So Mm -hmm. why don't you tell us a little bit about what that program, that certification program looks like. And then we're going to talk about why each Enneagram type would have fun being an Enneagram coach. (laughs) Oh man, this conversation is so fun. Um, Yeah. So I get to serve as a director of coaching at YEC. So I get to work with our coaches and I get to see the fun that they're having and the change that they're experiencing, not not only in their personal lives, but in the lives of their clients. And so I I would love to, to talk about that. You know, when Beth and Jeff McCord founded your Enneagram coach, they did it with a heart and a passion to see lives transformed by the gospel of Jesus. I mean, that's that's their starting place. The gospel yeah. changes lives. And so they, um, from day one, have have used the Enneagram from a gospel-centered perspective and really have led the way in that, like integrating a gospel-centered framework with, um, with the tool of the Enneagram. And so that's why our mission statement at YEC, if you go to our website, is we, we exist to help people see themselves with astonishing clarity with the Enneagram through the lens of the gospel so they can break free from self-condemnation, fear, and shame 
by knowing and experiencing the unconditional love, freedom, uh, and forgiveness that's found in Christ. So like the whole mission is, Hey man, we want to work with, you know, coaching individuals and couples and families and teams on how to break free from the things that are holding you back so that you can pursue all that God has for you. And you can live at, you know, out of your most authentic and the best version of who you really are and who you're made to be in Jesus. And, and where this comes into like our coaching certification program is that um, Beth can't do that all by herself. <laughs> she, <laughs> she cannot. Help. She can't be. She, of people she, who come her way. She cannot yeah, help. <laughs> yeah. And millions is right. Like millions yeah. of people in our email list and, and in our audience. And so she might be your Enneagram coach, but let's be honest, she can't be everybody's Enneagram coach. <laughs> That's right. So the, the, one of the biggest ways that we've done this, and she's like steward of the gifts God's given her and multiplied her influences through, through the certification course course, which is called become an Enneagram coach, BEC, um, which you, you, uh, you took the course. I did. Uh, I was one yeah. of the first classes, if you will, years ago. <laughs> and I have been so grateful. Yeah. And in fact, what I really love to not only, um, it's been kind of fun because I was there, you know, near the beginning of some of that, uh, rolling out is that, getting to be part of the learning process and getting trained under it. And then now there's official certification and tests that you can take, which I passed. Thank goodness. Um, (laughs) But recently you guys rolled out an amazing addition to the BEC network. And, and that is because um, a lot of us were looking for maybe some more community ongoing training and ongoing skills. And that is the network of coaches that you can choose to be a part of once you join and become, you know, get enrolled in this certification process. Yes. And I'm I'm so excited you brought that up. So like, and first of all, just, just so you know, like it's, it's a, it's amazing that we've, what we've seen happen with the BEC course, um, like God's been so gracious and faithful. Like we've, we've now certified over 1500 coaches around the world. That's amazing. It's wow. amazing. And like, and, and if you're watching this and you're like, well, well, what kinds of coaches? I mean, some of these are pastors and ministry leaders and they yep. want to use, which that's how I got into it. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, these are men and women that want to use the Enneagram as a tool for spiritual formation and care in their congregations yep. and with their leaders and with their staff. And then, a lot of these coaches are counselors, therapists, mental health professionals who just want to incorporate the Enneagram into their practice. Um, mm-hmm. Some of business these business leaders, business as well. leaders, yeah, yeah, organizational leaders, HR directors. I mean, who just want to cultivate healthy teams, right? And yep. and yep. if you have a healthy team, you can have a healthy organization. You know, absolutely. Um, and then a lot of our coaches are, you know, stay-at-home parents or just just men and women like us who've just experienced so, such deep, um, like you know, clarity and transformation from the Enneagram that they just want to pay it forward. And so they want to, they want to start their own coaching practice and they want to, they want to provide for their families by doing something that they love. And, um, and that's, what's really cool. Amy is like what I get to hear over and over. And I know Beth and Jeff do as well uh, from our coaches is that um, their lives are being changed because Mm -hmm. they're, they're doing meaningful work that they love and getting paid for it. Like, Mm -hmm. So, um, and there, and most of us are like doing it from home over like we're, like we're doing right now, like having this zoom call, which yep. I mean, in a, all the time, that's how I do my appointments. Yeah. And like in a, in a, in a world of like vocational uncertainty and, and quarantine and all that kind of stuff. Um, like that's, that's a big blessing, right. Mm-hmm. To be able to kind of do that, do that work from home. And so, 
basically what I'm saying is like that they're, they're, they're increasing their own income for their families by doing something they love. But then what's amazing is they they're getting a front row seat at watching God change people's lives um, in the lives of their clients. So that's, that's why, you know, Beth and Jeff created the BEC course. And, um, and what you're, what you're talking about is like, we've been listening to our coaches, like Beth and Jeff for years have been listening to, like their coaches and and trying to find out like what what are our coaches saying they need in order to build a thriving coaching business. Mm-hmm. And so after years of just listening, learning, dreaming, we have now launched your Enneagram coach, the network, um, which is what you were talking about. So yes. um man, the network's amazing. So it's basically just, you know, exists to help our coaches grow their practices and 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 increase their coaching skills so that they can have a greater impact on the lives of their clients. I mean, that's basically what it is. And so kind of the biggest features um, that, you know, I would hit on there is the network has this robust directory platform. So on the directory, you know, you, you have your, your, we coach you on how to like provide a quality headshot. You have uh, your own page that allows you to advertise yourself as a coach and, and highlight your unique approach and your special skill set and even your professional background and testimonials is all featured there for you. And you can create custom coaching packages there and um, link it all to PayPal so that people can, you know, can book you. And you, you have your own directory link that you can share on your social media accounts and share within your community. And so really um, for a lot of our coaches who don't want to like do the, the marketing and mm-hmm. um, all, like all that side of coaching, the business mm-hmm. entrepreneurial side, they just want to do what they do best, which is coach. What the network does is it makes it possible for you to find and convert and retain clients really easily. Um, yeah. for, and, and here's, what's amazing about it is we're going to send them to you. So um yeah, I mean, that, come on, for that, those who are thinking about, like, I think I do want to be a coach, but what about this business piece? Yeah, this, well, it's a no brainer. How, how do I find that, that the biggest questions that, that we find when, when people are interested in becoming a coach is how do I market myself and how am I going to find clients? You know, and so with the directory platform as part of the network, like we're going to help you do all the heavy lifting of the, on the marketing side of things by building your page, then you just get to share your link. But also we are going to feed you clients. We're the, like Amy, we're the only large Enneagram platform that's actively getting coaching clients for our coaches. Hmm. So we kind of talked about this a second ago. It's like uh, we've had over 2 million people take our assessment that's crazy. <laughs> uh, we, I know we, we, we average more than a thousand people per day. Sometimes as many as 3000 a day taking our assessment. We have wow. a million people on our email list and um, we're going to be constantly sending traffic to our coaches, sending people to the directory to find a coach. And so it's almost like, you know, uh, like Ubering clients to coach. <laughs> That's want- right. There you we- go. We want to get clients uh, in the hands of coaches because we believe that's that's what's good for the world. And so, um, yeah, so, you know, the, so our co- for our coaches, they just get to focus on what they do best. Now, I'll say one more piece about that uh, and then I'll 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 try to shut up about it. But um, <laughs> it's great. No problem. <laughs> so, you just got me talking about stuff that I'm I love it. About. It's good. That's what people are here for. <laughs> yeah. So in addition to all that about, you know, the directory, as amazing as that is through the network, you'll also be able to uh, continue to grow your skills because the network places a huge focus yeah. on p- professional development. 
So uh, with monthly classes, so each mm-hmm. month we take uh, a different topic and um, I interview experts on, on, the, on those topics, topics like, you know, um, the, the financial side of your business or uh, topics like how to remain a non-anxious presence with your clients, um, you know, topics that are specifically Enneagram focused, like how to do a, a typing session. Like we actually just recorded um, a, a professional development series of professional development videos of, of Beth doing live typing sessions. Um, oh, great. And that's, so yeah. So how do you do a typing session, which is a question we get a lot. Well, we're going to, we're going to continue to try to help our coaches stay sharp and grow in yeah. Enneagram knowledge, grow in their coaching skills and their skills as a business owner. So really through the network, our heart is to support, encourage, and equip our coaches toward building a, a thriving coaching practice that really blesses them and blesses the world. And that's that's what we're really excited about uh, for our coaches. So um, yeah, does that, does that help answer your question that a little bit about- That is so good. About yeah. And it just yeah. makes me proud all over again that I get to be a part of this unique network, not only yeah. just you know part of those who have gotten certified or going through certification and the community that's built there, but then this additional network and Yes. Both those who are looking to be coached and those who are going to be a coach. Um, there's a lot of win here that I think is worth bragging about for sure. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're very excited and, 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 uh, and very grateful. I mean, God is just, he's been very faithful to, to YEC and through YEC. And so we're, we're really, really thankful we get to be a part of what he's up to. Well, awesome. now for the fun part, I know that, um, again, people have come to me. Why did you decide to be a, a Enneagram coach? What do you think of it? Do you like it? What have you learned, you know, gained by it and all sorts of different questions, which I love because I really do. One of the highlights of what I get to do with Simply Wholehearted is the coaching piece. I love mm. this sitting one-on-one across from Zoom. Um, I've also done community groups as well. That element of helping others understand different, you know, people and, and in their home and in their community and with one another. And so, um, it's just such a joy. So, but I think I approached becoming a coach very uniquely that has something to do with my personality. (laughs) So I thought it would be fun is that we just kind of give a high view of why the type each type would have fun, why they would make a great Enneagram coach and and honor the fact that you lead as a type six. We're going to start with with the sixes because let's do it. Right. We got to do that. So we're going to give them first chair here. We get to lead in. So tell us, Adam, why? Yeah. <laughs> what would be fun it. for a type six? <laughs> I'll do it. And and every type, just every type can excel at being an Enneagram Absolutely. coach. And so, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll start with sixes. I would love to start with sixes. So, Perfect. Um, and I'll, I'll try to be quick. I'll just try to give you, give you a flyover. So um, yeah, type sixes like myself, uh, you would make a great coach because of your loyalty and courage and you provide a stable, faithful presence that makes people feel safe. And I have found that like that is crucial. It's that vulnerability oh, stuff we were talking about a second ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so sixes, you know, you're a great troubleshooter and a problem solver, and you have this ability to remain calm and competent in a crisis. Um, and like Jesus, you're loyal and reliable, and you will persevere with your clients to the very end. And mm-hmm. you offer your clients a combination of warmth and wit uh, during tense situations. Sixes 
understand that sometimes laughter is not a coping mechanism. Sometimes laughter really is the best medicine. So um, <laughs> no. that's, 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 I'm going to stop right there. I can, I can go on and on. I know, I know we can. <laughs> that's type six. So that's you mean to jump back, you mean jump back up to type one? No, let's go to seven. We're going to make our way around oh, the clock. I mean, let's do it. Yeah, All right. We're going to All right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's do this. Type sevens. So um, you'd make a great coach because of your optimism and your creativity. And uh, your coaching sessions are going to be fun, engaging, yes. and super motivating. And your clients, you're going to give your clients exciting new insights and creative solutions. And like Jesus, you offer your clients hope for the future. Mm -hmm by envisioning, you know, the many possibilities life has to offer them. And I, I just, I love giving that, saying this to my seven friends, you know, you, you just embody the mood of the gospel. So oh, I like that. That's you're, good. You're, you know, gospel means, to the bank. <laughs> take it to the bank and cash it in. I mean, the gospel means good news, right? So your coaching feels like good news. Your presence mm. feels like good news to your clients. And you really inspire them to overcome their barriers and discover more of the abundant life that Jesus has to offer. Oh, that's good. All right. So type eights, you'd make a great coach because of your determination and your big heart. Um, yeah. Your instinct yeah. and intuition sees possibilities that are that are often overlooked by your clients. And um, you're not afraid to say what needs to be said to help your clients get unstuck and, and move yes. forward. Um, eights have this way of like gentle interventions, like where they can honestly what it is, is they can speak the truth in love and have this yep. ability to be gentle and direct at the same time. It's really beautiful. So mm -hmm. like, like Jesus, I feel like you do that and you're a champion of your clients, dreams and desires, and you really plow a path to help them overcome the, their obstacles and live into who God made them to be. And, and just your courage and your self-assurance really energizes your clients leading, leading them, you know, often to a kind of transformation that they, they never even dreamed possible. So that's type. Oh, that's good. I like that plow a path because we tend to, it, you know, they can bulldoze over people or snow plow over people, but when they're healthy and when they're coaching, yes. it's, it's paving the way and making, yeah. Parting the seas or whatever. I yes. love that. I think that's so yes. true. We love Absolutely. you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, so top nines, uh, my wife's a nine, uh, Beth, Beth and my nine, husband's right? a nine. Everyone nice. knows that by now. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, nines, you guys will make a great coach because of your patience and your, your reassuring nature. So you bring a sense of calm and peace to any situation and really allow your clients to, to share freely without the fear of judgment. And that's huge. I mean, they, yeah, that is. you know, uh, just to have a place where they can, they can be truthful and honest without, without any fear of judgment is that's transfer. Mm -hmm. That's transformational. Yeah. So like Christ, you're steadfast. You, you always bring kindness and gentleness and grace and compassion to your clients. And, and then one of my favorite things about nines as coaches is that during all the ups and downs of your, that your client is facing, you don't really get enmeshed with that. You just remain yeah. this, this differentiated source of quiet strength and, and patience mm -hmm. and comfort and support for your clients. It's really beautiful yeah. to watch. And I think their supernatural ability to have perspective where they can see yes. objectively different sides. Cause I know yes. oftentimes, right. Even though we're coaching one client, we're coaching for their relationships. And that's right. I just think nines have this ability to bring in another perspective in a way that's, um, you know, not bashing over the head or even defending, but, you know, have you considered type of approach yeah. that I, I really appreciate about the nines. Yes. 
And to that point, they make great marriage uh, coaches and counselors because of their phenomenal mediators who are able to see both sides and and really be objective. Yeah, absolutely. Hands down. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. So type ones. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Um, you, you know, you, you would make a great coach because of your integrity and your consistency mm-hmm. and your clients trust you to be organized, honest and, and purposeful with their time because you, you have high standards and you lead with yep. integrity. And type ones are so organized and intentional. They can really provide a clear path of transformation. Like they just can kind of see like the steps of here's where you need to go. Yes. And, and, and they have this ability to guide their clients toward the growth that they want to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Christ, ones have this clear inner knowing, like this gut intuition of right and wrong. And mm-hmm. that allows you to be fair-minded and reasonable and grounded with your clients. And all of that gives your clients this secure foundation to stand on when they're when they're in the coaching space with, with a type one coach. So oh, that's so good. Yeah. And I think that, you know, ones get maybe chastised about the need to fix it. And this is where I think their ability to see what needs to be fixed, they can come in as this troubleshooter in that way and see like, okay, this is where we're off that we need to pay some attention to go back to the foundation and um, yeah. And, and find some better balance, which, you know, we, we changed the name. We, we, we started using our own names for the Ingram types. And so now we call type one, the principal reformer. Yes. And I feel like that's who that's who they are in Christ and that's who they were Mm -hmm. made to be. And so that's what you're talking about there. You're talking about seeing what needs to be fixed Mm -hmm. and and functioning, not like this anxious fixer, but this this reformer, this reformer. Right. Yeah. Which is what which is what your clients want. Absolutely. That's why they're you there. Know, that's why they're there. <laughs> help yeah. me out. Help me fix help. this. <laughs> Lord, help me. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. That's so good. It is. Um, so type twos, uh, type twos, you would make a great coach because of your thoughtfulness and your care. Yeah. You, you're just a natural motivator and encourager, mm-hmm. which spurs your clients toward growth and transformation. And let's be honest, your clients are going to feel insanely loved and cared for by you. It's true. Uh, mm-hmm. They just are, you know, and they're going to feel like you really go to bat for them and fight for them. And, and um, you're going to be sensitive to your clients' feelings and to what they need, which is a two superpower, right? It you're going to, yeah. you're going to know what they need. You're going to be in tune with, with their needs. And like Jesus, mm-hmm. You, you're generous and you go the extra mile to support and help and care for them. And uh, your clients are going to feel safe opening up to you because you're warm, you're loving, and you have this empathetic presence. And I think that's really what makes type twos a great coach. Absolutely. And I know they're in it purely to help. That's right. <laughs> the, the true altruistic motive of like, I just want to help everybody. So that's right. this is a that's great right. way to help people. <laughs> that is, it is a phenomenal way to use your, your, your gift to help. Um, type threes, you'd make a great coach because of your confidence and encouragement. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you inspire and give courage to your clients and you have this entrepreneurial spirit, which will help you really set up a, a thriving coaching business that, that has tons of potential to transform yeah. the whole world. I mean, that's what you yeah. guys are just going to kill it. Everything you do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <right>. impact. <laughs> You're just going to, yeah. And, and you adapt quickly to any given situation or scenario. And so you're going to have this confidence in the coaching arena with your clients 
that's going to give them so much courage and hope to face whatever season they're in or whatever they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to inspire excellence in them and help them mm-hmm. get unstuck, you know, and yep. you're really good. Type three coaches are really good at setting goals and solving problems for your clients. Yep. And, and like, like Jesus, you're just always working for them and, and cheering mm-hmm. them on. I think that's what makes type three such a, such a great coach. Yep. That whole idea of the successful path when a three takes their supernatural ability to go after success and they help others find that. I mean, that's, that's, you're living your best life right there. Game changer. Yeah. It's like their superpower, you know? Um, So good. So what do we have? Two more? Yeah. Four Um, and five. Here we go. Five. Here we go. Top four. So top fours, you would make a great coach because of your authenticity and Mm -hmm. depth and your, your gift and ability to empathize. Oh yeah. Hands down by far best empathizers ever. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You, you help your clients become self-aware and authentically be themselves and help them communicate about their inner world. Like you create a safe place for your clients to take off the mask and be real. Yeah. That's good. And, and, Mm -hmm. and be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and, like Jesus, you're comfortable feeling difficult emotions. You read the Gospels and Jesus was highly emotional being, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, God is a highly emotional being and we're highly emotional beings because we're created in his image. And I feel like emotions, even in North American discipleship models, it's like one of the things that we diminish. We're like, we, we want to yep. think that emo- somehow emotions are, at in, are the enemy of faith or something. I don't know. We just have this weird relationship with feelings and for coaches put us back in touch with our heart yeah, and back in touch with the voice of our heart, which is our feelings. You know, I'm sad. I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm lonely. I'm scared. I'm angry. I'm, uh, or even, even I'm glad, you know, like, which mm-hmm. can be a, vul- a vulnerable emotion just to rest on the fact that I'm okay. I'm glad. Yeah. And I, yeah. I feel like, you know, fours can, can, can help your clients get into those emotional spaces often for the first time that they've ever yep. done that. And yep. For I'll sure. say this too about type four coaches, uh, just to close on, on this thought with them is like, because of your dedication to aesthetics, you're also just going to create a pleasing and comfortable environment for your clients to there you really go. just yeah. relax and open up. It's just there a beautiful go. thing that, that you do. I would, I would love to just like, I think the fours in my life who have that innate coaching ability and who have, or maybe, you know, been trained or whatever as well, but they're a me as a seven who that, that no, I don't, I, I want to run away from sadness. They, all they have to do is say something that maybe is echoing back my own words mm-hmm. and they unlock that emotion yeah. for me in such a powerful yeah. way. And that is a God given gift that I've not seen anyone else carry like those who are wired in the way of a four. It's Absolutely. pretty cool. It's yeah. a it is there, and they're going to love to hear me say this, but it is their unique gift. It yeah, really is. It is. It, it is. Use it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, All so right. Last to, but not least. Yeah. To close on the top fives. Uh, fives, you would make a great coach because of your wisdom and your curiosity. And yeah. any any coach or anybody in a caring profession is going to tell you that being curious is like the number one skill that you need. Like, Absolutely. If you can be, being curious is, is so crucial to being a coach. And it's one of the superpowers of a five. And mm. 
you're insightful. You're educated. Uh, you you don't allow your emotions to overtake you, which creates a calm, secure coaching environment. Like you're you're going to have this healthy, stable, differentiated presence when you're with your clients. Yeah, and it's going to be calm and reassuring to them. And you have this ability to observe what other people don't notice. And then offer tremendous insight and understanding, really reflecting back to your clients the wisdom of God. Yeah. And um, you have the ability to deconstruct obstacles that are standing in the way of your clients and helping them, you know, see things from a from a new perspective. And you just have this great vision that that helps your clients get un, unstuck and help them move forward into what it is that God's put in their heart and who He's calling them to be. And so that's why top fives. I think make a great coach. Absolutely. We had Dr. Joy on who leads us a five. And I, I would say as, you know, just again, as a seven, and my desire to be, you know, to grow is to look more like a five and to take on some of those attributes. But um, they're also the people that we can go to if we have questions like, okay, so where do I find this? How do, you know, like where, where can I research to find out some more information about this topic of the Enneagram? Uh, You all will be our, you know, go-to resource guide of like, okay, tell me a little bit more about defense mechanisms or (laughs) harmonic trial or (laughs) inform me here. Yes, yes. Tell us, tell us. Yes. Oh, Adam, yes. this was so good. I know that um, a lot of our friends here, they're going to walk away not only so excited about all of the information that they can put into action to their lives, but also maybe having some idea of like, okay, maybe coaching could be for me, or it could be an, an aspect, another tool that I put my tool out to help me in my practice and yeah. my leadership. Um, yeah even in my, in your home life, your church community. So is there anything else that you didn't get to say uh, that you would like to be sure to, to say just as we finish up? Well, um, I would just say this to every type, you know, it's easy for us to focus on the vulnerabilities or the brokenness or the defense mechanisms, mm-hmm. but I just want to, I want to reiterate, and this is at the heart of everything that we teach at YEC is that every type uniquely bears the image of God. Yeah. And the gifts that God has given them. And um, and so, uh, you know, if you're if, you, if you're in any way, shape or form interested in, in manifesting that image of God and using those gifts in the coaching space, man, reach out to us, because as you as you very well know, like uh, the world needs help and yes. the world needs clarity and support and, mm-hmm. and a gospel centered perspective using the Enneagram as a tool for the gospel from is, is, is can really bring the clarity and support that the world needs. We're living in a mental health crisis right now. And I realize I'm dating this video by saying that, but like, whatever, that's not, but that's not going to change. Mm -mm. Like the the pandemic didn't cause a mental health Mm -mm. crisis as much as it exposed, exposed and exaggerated one. Oh, totally. Totally. So like Mm -hmm. the, the fact that, that human beings live on this side of heaven mm-hmm. um, means that we uh, we have hope and we have beauty and we have goodness and we have uh, we have the spirit of God and we have gifts, but we also have struggles and we get stuck mm-hmm. and we don't see clearly. I mean, Jesus is always after our awareness, right? Like you, you, you can't see the log in your eye. Uh, you know, there's a certain there, we're blind. We have blind spots and and you can't you know, you can't change what you're not aware of, right? You, you you can't change what you can't see and you can't heal what you can't see and what you can't, you can't own what you can't see. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like 
the world really, really needs uh, Enneagram coaches right now. Yeah. And so, um, uh, you know, if you're, if you're at all interested in that, like, man, maybe, maybe God's calling you to do that. And then to you, Amy, I just want to say thank you for doing what you do. Uh, so and I, I just, I think you're making a, a significant impact for mm-hmm. the kingdom of God. And um, I, I am, I am thrilled to spend any amount of time with you. And mm-hmm honestly want, want to do, want to spend more time with you and, and, uh, and, and just, um, want to commit to cheering, cheering you on and supporting you any way I can and continue to do what you do. Cause I, I really do believe in it. So keep doing what you do. Thank you, sir. I sure hope that we can do this in person. Yeah. 2022. We'll see. I've got some big dreams. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. Well, I, I may be coming up to Kansas City uh, later this year. So my, my family and I, so maybe maybe we'll get a Perfect. chance to gr- grab. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go grab some barbecue. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> That's great. Thanks again, Adam. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. I so value Adam's pastoral tone and his care for the team of coaches trained by your Enneagram coach. I've certainly appreciated his leadership and guidance of this amazing team. It's a gift to be a part of it. If you happen to be considering the coaching program, maybe even maybe just a little bit, I encourage you to check out their free training that's available right now and save this episode so that way you can come back and remember to use the custom code for the $250 off any coaching package, plus the additional of $300 in bonuses that I am personally offering to anyone who signs up. But the key is you need to put the code wholehearted Enneagram, it's all one word, in the coupon field. So that way you can get the $250 off plus the additional $300 bonuses from me. You can always email me at wholeheartedenneagram at gmail.com if you have more questions, or even if you want a 15 minute call to discuss what might be best for you. And remember, the links are in the show notes. If you know someone who's considering a career change or who desires to learn more about the Enneagram coaching program, please share this episode so they can learn more about this opportunity. So until next time, friend, continue to pursue God's perspective, purpose, and plans for a simply wholehearted life.